You're listening to the You Don't Know Me Yet Podcast Network. Holly Cotton here, and you guys, I am so excited for our guest that we have today. So Dr. Alyssa White is the number one mindset disruptor. Now, I know you're intrigued. I'm excited as well. So first, thank you, Dr. Alyssa, for coming on and telling us about all of these great things that you're going to help us get our mind set. There you go. Um, okay. So first, well, now we want to know what a mindset disruptor is. So first, let me tell you guys. <laughs> so Dr. Alyssa White and I, we've never met before, but it seems like we are always intertwined at some type of event or something is going on. So I feel like I kind of indirectly know you, <laughs> but we've never <laughs> officially met. And I think whenever you follow people on Instagram or social media platforms, a lot of times um, you start feeling like you're connected with that person and and they post things that are very relatable. So I definitely feel like Dr. Alyssa White, I am at one with everything that you're talking about. So can you explain to us what a number one mindset disruptor is? Absolutely. I am absolutely, I share the same sentiment. So thank you for having me on your show, Holly. And yes, of course, everything I believe begins with the thought. And so why am I the number one mindset disruptor? I was just even saying to an individual I was talking to where she was getting ready to have us, we're going to exchange and be on each other's shows. But I was telling her that I found that in our society today, we have got so many wonderful new age, new age, sometimes they call it, or new ways of being and doing in life. And we kind of keep swinging a little bit off, like the pendulum is not coming back to the center. And so if that, if that image gives you an imagery, I believe that a lot of it, we have begun to complicate the way we think and process information in order to get the results we want. Hey, who doesn't want success? right? So at one point in my life, I was doing fairly well. I would say everyone thought I was doing really well, but inside I was feeling like so unfulfilled and sort of lost a bit. And I questioned everything I had going on and where I was going to be and who I was. And the one thing, while I may not have enough money to change things instantaneously, while I might not be living in the city that I want to live in to make my dreams a reality. What I found is that a lot of where I was stuck, it was inside, it was between these two ears. And it was the way I was thinking about number one, what I had and also what it took for me to get where I want to go. And so I was trying to sort myself out and every time it came up, it was like I had this misconception either about how things work or how life is. And when I was looking at my life, I was like, well, I did everything they said I should do. And then all the checked all the boxes, education, got married, did all the things and, and like, what the heck is going on here? Right. And so it was these things that I call now a whole lot of BS, my belief systems that were just all over the place. And it was a mixture of a little bit of me and a little bit of what I was expected to be. And once again, it came back to my mindset. So the whole thing about being a mindset disruptor is that I literally had to disrupt a lot of my thoughts, a lot of my processes, 
and really not just be real, and we'll probably touch on that a little bit, but really be true. And so with that being so, when I talk about a mindset disruption, it's really breaking through those limiting beliefs that are holding you back from creating the life that you say you want and disrupting those limiting beliefs, shaking them off and replacing them with the right, I would say, reconnecting with your true self and then moving from that place of authenticity and then start to build again from there. And let's let's face it, most of us women who are like us, Holly, who are like in our 20s and fit and fabulous, <laughs> we needed that last piece to really polish us and bring forth the shine of gems that we are. So that is why I am the number one mindset disruptor. It started with me and now I get to do it everywhere I go, no matter what I'm talking about, there's going to be some disruption in how you think. I love that. I love that. I love all the acronyms for things. So belief systems, because I was like, yes. I was like BS. Oh, are we making it positive? Not the regular BS. <laughs> girl, it's both. Girl, it's both. Listen, it's both. I, I tell people all the time, no, I didn't, I didn't mix it up. I actually want to remind you that BS can be a lot of BS. <laughs> so we got to disrupt all of it and flush it out clean, make the tanks and the pipes clean so we can go into flow state and achieve what we want to do. Okay. Okay. I'm taking notes also. I'm taking notes. So what I did, Dr. Lisa, is I went on and I looked at some of your real, some of your projects, and, and I wanted to talk about some of the things that I definitely could relate to. So yes. one of the first things that I saw um, on, on your page was you had a video about intentional growth. And I will tell you that I, I realized that once I made a decision to be intentional, everything in my life changed. And I actually was talking to someone and, and he was sort of like indirectly um, mentoring me. He didn't know, but he was very successful. And I was kind of listening to everything he said when I wrote my first book. And, and so, um, so he was like, so what are, what do you want to do? Or what, you know, what's going on? And I was like, I was like, well, I kind of want to do this, but I don't know how to get over here, how to do that. And that was his biggest piece of advice. He was like, okay, stop right there. Let me just tell you going forward, everything that you do needs to be intentional. And it, you're, so if you're walking from here to here, I want your mindset to change and I want you to think about it as I need to get to there. So I am intentionally walking that way. And he was like, start with everything that you're doing from little to big. So when I saw that about the intentional and I realized that when I implemented that and everything that I do, I have a purpose at the end of it. So I definitely can relate to that. So can you tell us, because of course they haven't stalked your Instagram yet, so they don't know. So kind of tell us what you, you know, what you talked about in that video, and then also give us a little bit of how you would speak to other people about being intentional. Exactly. I love what your your friend and possible moment momentary mentor said to you, because that is exactly and I believe that a lot of us don't realize how much we're functioning on autopilot. And this is why I go with mindset. And I just did a class yesterday with some adults that I trained throughout the day on they're getting ready for workforce, because that's one of the things I do is, is, is workforce and workforce development. 
career and workforce development. And so I was saying that what is a mindset? Mindset is really setting of your mind and setting your mind in the direction that you say you want to go. And if you if you're just you can't make a plan and not be clear of the why. And like your friend said, it's simple as why are you going over there? A lot of people get jobs because they need work. And then they go there and realize, I don't really like this place. I hate this place. Well, it's not really that the place is a bad place. It's that you didn't think through getting and why you were going there. So everything you must be intentional. And when we talk about intentional growth is really don't just get up every day and say, I'm going to be this and I'm going to do that. And I want to do that. You literally have to connect. I say, know yourself first. So you can intentionally grow yourself. This is why I always talk to my clients and as we coach and even when we interact a bit of mentorship or training is what is, who are you first? Why are you here? And once you connect to those, you connect to your true values, your core, core beliefs, and whatever you do should be set now and, and, and sort of become the compass on where you're going to go intentionally. So you're not just I want a boyfriend. So, oh, he fits all the things, tech, tech, tech. So here we go. What do you want a boyfriend for? <laughs> I want to get a degree in nursing. What do you want to get a degree in nursing for? What is your big why behind it? Because so many people find themselves with a four-year degree and they're like, I, I, I don't like this. I, I don't want to do this because they didn't understand the why and they weren't intentional with why they said they wanted to do it. It probably sounded like a good idea. It was suggested and put into their sphere by somehow. So when it comes to your growth, you have to think about everything that you do and want to accomplish. You're going to have to stretch. You can't stay in your comfort zone. So I tell people you're going to grow, whether you like it or not, you will be stretched. What you have to do is determine what are you going to set it up? in the way that you want to go, which will make sure that you're putting the right intentions and the whys behind it, or you're just aimlessly saying, oh, I want to go there and like, oh, let me try this, try that. And then you look at the time, you're in your 50s and you really have not lived. Who do you have to blame? Intentionality, not a person, your intentionality on setting things up in the direction you want to go. So I love that he touched that with you because it has to be intentionality in order to set up your, your growth plan. And so that for me, Holly, just to say to our viewers that growth is, is, is a two-way spear. It's not about where I want to go and setting things up. A lot of times we have to go back and clean some things up, clean out the pipes that BS we talked about earlier and make sure they're in alignment <laughs> and then the intentionality with the plan and how you're going to grow and go. And I say grow, glow and go because those three G's just just makes it for me. It's a it's a it's a nice round number. You're going to grow yourself and then you're going to go ahead with your plan and you're going to have that glow up as people talked about. And it, you're going from the inside out because it's from the mindset all the way out through your spirit, your body, mind and soul full package with intentionality. And I know you love that because you you also talk about, you brought the fitness piece of that whole um, part of becoming the person that you wanna be with intentionality. And you, I've seen pictures of you showing the various, and I'm like, that is what growth looks like on the outside. But I know from reading and looking at your social media, you started from here. And so I'd love to hear what your thoughts are about that intentionality. I can't yes, hear it. I, I, let me tell you, I, I, okay. One, 
when he listens to this, he's going to be like, oh, so you was quoting me uh -huh, three years ago. You didn't want to listen, no, huh? And I'm like, oh, you know, <laughs> thank you, Dr. Alyssa. Now I have to give him some kudos. No, but no, I totally, that's, I, I love that. Go, uh, grow, go, glow, grow. One more time. Grow, glow, and go. Grow, glow, and go. Okay. That. I'm about to put me a little, uh, it's no, yes. it's no longer live, laugh, and love. It's grow, <laughs> go, and glow. Yes. Let's, let's just make that our thing, right? <laughs> Y'all don't copy that. <laughs> right, right, right. I love that. I love that. And, and I, I feel like when you're speaking to people, I can definitely see as being someone in the audience and being able to relate to what you're saying because you're definitely explaining it and you're giving the why. I'm always a why person. I won't question it. Yeah, I know the brilliant people are always the whys. Uh, <laughs> but I and I and I actually had just told my girlfriend the same thing because she said something and I was like, I said, you know, I'm a why person. I will go along with whatever it is, it, whatever the plan is, what, what the steps of the process or whatever, if I understand yes. why. So I think that that intentional is definitely something that people need to do uh, to implement into their thought process because it's the why. And I know you talk about the why, and I know we're, we'll talk about the purpose later, but yes. how do you help people understand what their why is or what their passion is or what how they need to go in that direction which i guess is the why how do you help people associate the thoughts in their head to what their why is so first of all every there is a reason for everything and each of us have a purpose and a lot of times i say purpose when i talk about purpose because we were hearing it you've got to have a purposeful job You've got to have purpose in your life. So it's starting to sound like this prolific, grandiose thing. But really and truly, we are all, we all have a big why. And that I say it's like a theme song to our life. And that is the thing. It's not something that you always are connected to in the beginning. And just because some people are like, well, I think I could be a teacher, but I'm not passionate about that what's i prefer passion over purpose hey in my camp you don't have to choose one because you better be passionate about your why or you better your why better be generating passion in your life they don't go without each other but that theme song is like okay why am i am i here and so for me like i share you know that my i'm an i feel like at the core of everything i was born to bring education so when you look at my life, I started off as an entrepreneur at 17 with my own um, literacy center. And from there on, it didn't matter what I was doing. I was in educating either the general public or not. What do you think I do now as an international speaker, trainer, coach? It's all facilitating education and helping people change their mind and change and transform their lives simply. So each of us have that. When I talk about that, the only way you can figure that out is number one, connecting to your true values and core beliefs. Because here's the thing, a lot of us 
when we were little, you ask us, what do you want to be when you grow up, Holly? Oh, I want to be an engineer. I want to be a pilot. I want to be an astronaut. And we have all these wonderful things that someone suggested. Well, now the kids, they don't, they don't sound like us, Holly. They're saying things that I don't even know what they're talking about. And I kind of like that because they're a little bit more creative, but even though in the, they sound a little bit more creative with what they're declaring that they want, they're still in a space of where a lot of times it's based on the environment that they're raising. They might have a cool aunt or uncle that's doing things or what they see in a movie that seemed cool. And so those suggestions are heaped up. And as we get older, we're like now we've got all this information and we have all these ideas. And so it's our own true nature sometimes, our own true self is kind of hiding in the bushes away from ourselves. So when I work with my clients and even in a, in a disruption session, my thing is, first of all, what do you truly believe? What are your values? What do you truly value? Like, what's your core values? Meaning, like, how do you feel? Is it justice? Is it, is it um, equality, equity, inclusion, diversity, um, peace? All these things are what I call your core values. You get to figure out what those are. Then you look at your beliefs. Your beliefs are important to you? Do you believe that uh, it should be a, a woman and a man together? Or wh what are those? What does that look like? And is uh, the thing I want to ask when I ask my clients, don't think about it. Is it truly yours? Because it could be your mama's ideas. It could be your mama's values. It could be your mama's beliefs. And so based on you figuring out those and connecting with them, now you can look and be like, well, now I'm 40 and I'm here with you coaching. I married him because it was a good, it was a good idea for me to marry him. I mean, he had the money. I mean, he looked fine as hell. I don't know. He had a bad attitude. And I'm like, he still does, doesn't he? That's why you're trying to get away from him, doesn't he? But the money was good and everything and all these boxes checked. But it was just a really good idea. Your parents loved him. His parents loved you and all this. And you're like, yeah, why? why? That was a perfect textbook marriage. <laughs> textbook he was perfect for me we were perfect for each other on paper but that thing is just so painful and here you are going through or just gone through a divorce and you're like i'm like yeah because your values and your parents values and his parent values and his it didn't line up it, it was you were living their their value you were choosing based on them heck you didn't even want to get married at 26 that was the last thing you wanted you didn't even have that plan you wanted to go to college you wanted to go be uh, an astronaut whatever it was you had a total different plan but somehow you got swayed into it because you were trying to take on other people's values for your life and live from there and so that inauthenticity you know a lot of times you hear me talk about authenticity i'm not talking about girl let's keep it real Keeping it real is different. I want to remind us that we should be keeping it true, which is that core true, is this me? Am I going, oh, Holly, let's go to the movies. All right, let's go. What do you want to see? Whatever you want to see. And a lot of people without intentionality, it sounds really simple when I talk about the movies, but do you believe that people are getting careers and jobs and starting businesses and getting in relationships the same way we just decided to go to movies? lack of intentionality because they don't know who they are and why they are. And so everything that they do becomes about an external locus of control versus an internal locus of control, which helps you to have a success mindset and a mindset that is primed to achieve what you want to do. So when I talk about that, why it's the big theme song, connecting with your true values and beliefs, setting up your goals in alignment with those. And now you get to look at it how does who I am, how do I package that and deliver 
something to the world because it doesn't matter who I talk to. I've spoken to millionaires. I've spoken to people who are homeless. And when I ask them, what do you want to do when you grow up? I like helping people. And I'm like, who? I, I tell you, 75% of people say I like helping people. Or they would tell me they want to do something where they can give back to young people. It's always about this. And I'm like, why doesn't anybody pick a career when I ask them, what do you truly want to do? If, if, if money wasn't an object, it's always connect to that big thing of actually bringing, helping someone along. So my thing is now let's look at your skills, talents, and abilities and what you're passionate about and align that in a sink. And a lot of times I've actually created positions that didn't exist for people because they had something that they were passionate about, something that they're good at and their why come into ascension because now they know who they are, why they are, and they can move forward in a purposeful, intentional way. Because really that's what purpose is. When all those are lined up, you know exactly why you're here. So you're moving forward with confidence. And even, as I've said before, even when tough times come, you don't feel like a failure because it did not plan and work out. You don't stop. It's easier for you not to stop. If someone told you not to get up and work out tomorrow, would you stop, Holly? You yeah. would You would fight. They better be broken limbs or something, right? Or your body absolutely need to rest because you have, you know why you do it. And so you also build it into, you realize that's part of your purpose to help people to find that synergy within themselves from creating healthy routines. And then that, of course, the glow piece, you look so damn good, you feel good, and you're more confident, right? <laughs> She's like, girl, stop it. And so you've connected your why to something you became very passionate about. And so you're living that. And that's not, you're not a one trick pony because Holly Cotton is a lot of different things. Because when we go on your website, it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> I know her for this, 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 but I miss all this other stuff. And so the world tells us pick something and that's when you're living your purpose. No, 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 no. Your passions are connected to your big why because when we bring it back, you're still living your purpose. And it's the same with me. I am not a one-trick pony. If I give you all the things I do and all the things I'm involved in, you'd be like, oh, now it makes sense. They're all linked to you being this having this theme song of educating and empowering and helping people transform and live their best, most abundant life. So that's how I do it with, with my clients and anyone just on the bus. If I end up on one, like the airplane bus. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to piggyback on what you said. And then before I ask you my next question, but I just wanted to say that I know that that definitely resonated with me, everything that you were saying, because I was, worried about doing the things that I, I started doing. And I remember when I, I had, um, I was talking to one of my friends and I had a conversation with him and, and I was like, yeah, I was like, well, you know, I've been a nurse my whole life and I have all these other things that I'm doing. Like I, it, it, it's, it's unnerving to be a media personality. It's unnerving to talk to people in, in politics and be in these, in these different situations because I've, I've been a nurse for my whole life, you know? And so he was like, okay, so you've already done that. And now you're doing something else. You're, you're being a nurse doesn't define you. That's something that you've done. And now you're doing other things. And I was just like, you know what? Like who said that I'm, I'm 
never going to be a nurse. Like those letters are with me forever as long as I don't get an assault charge or something. But um, <laughs> those letters are, are mine. I still am a nurse. That's never changing. That's right. But that's yes. something that I've done. So as you were talking, I could hear him saying that because it's exactly the same thing. Like you were saying, you don't have to choose one thing, but all of these things define my why. It's not just the yes. one. So yes. I love that. I was catching the Holy Ghost, Dr. Alyssa. I love that. I love that. I love that. I, love it. And I, want, I want, especially if we have younger people, we're just talking to my goddaughter on Sunday and she's like, yeah, I'm 20, but I still have to figure out what I want to do. But she's in college already, and she's studying um, um, in, environmental something. But I'm like, so she's like, I don't even know what, why, why I'm doing that. I'm like, okay, first of all, let's just let's just get this. You don't have to figure it out. You don't have to. The thing is, you're trying to figure out what. She's That's what the world's God is trying to figure out, is the what and the how. And it's very difficult to figure out the what and the how if you don't know the why. And so the why doesn't always just show up. It, and it's something you don't have to go bounty hunting for. It's literally right in front of you. It's just that sometimes you can't see. And, and that's why we have coaches and mentors and things like that. But for me, I tell people, okay, if you get curious, just use your curiosity of like, what do you feel passionate about right now? Like you were very passionate about nursing. I'm pretty sure when you did it because no one gets to that degree for just, for, that's one thing you're, you know, anything in medical, you don't just do that. Even though I've known a few people who have, but you were passionate about probably becoming a nurse, became a nurse. And it doesn't mean that you're not passionate about healthcare anymore. You're just not passionate about practicing nursing anymore. <laughs> You're still passionate about health. Duh. Look at what one of your major platforms is built on. And you have a why behind that. And I'm pretty sure you saw my video the other day when I talked about the pain. I, that don't, don't talk about it, Dr. Alyssa. That's my last question. We haven't gotten there. No, don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. <laughs> don't bring it up. Wait, wait. I have one question and then that question. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, yes. So wait on that because it's that's good. That's good. I, that hit home. Um, okay. So second to last question, I wanted to ask you about. Okay. So you came to all these different things. Oh, now I'm Dr. Alyssa. Why? You know what? I'm gonna be a mindset disruptor. I'm gonna go this path or whatever. Okay. So rewind to the very first time that you got on stage or that you actually did something that was like your speaker moment. So take us back to when that happened. Cause that was a big transition from, like you said, I was educating and now I'm speaking in front of, you know, a crowd of people about it. So tell us about that. So for me, I never did thought of thought about being a mindset disruptor. I actually got people telling me that really, wow, I never thought about it that way over and over. Oh my gosh, that really like shifted my mind. And so I did, I actually got so much feedback over time from clients and everyone. And that's when we got the label and then we put it on there, right? So I didn't, I never said that, you know, one day I want to be mindset disruptor. And this is why when we talk about purpose, you know, and I literally didn't even think, I never sat there and said, oh my God, one day I want to be a coach. Never mind when I became one, You've got friends when I decided I was going to get certified, I was going to go after it and study and put it all together and tie it up in a knot. 
I had friends be like, you've always been that. You were the one in high school telling everybody, you're the therapist, you're the coach, you've always been that way, girl. This is no surprise. Finally, you're doing exactly what you're supposed to do. And I'm like, I feel like I was always doing what I was supposed to do. It's just that I'm now doing it this way, right? So that's what we're talking about. So for me, um, I grew up on stage and I tell people this all the time. I grew up on stage a lot because I was in church every time the doors open. I didn't even live like I lived like across the street from church. So <laughs> so I was I I had this this talent of, of singing, right? And so I was always on stage singing from a very young age, traveling around the country and then I act too. I did some acting. So I did national acting and things like that. So stage was I was used to but for me, the only thing I ever saw myself doing on stage is obviously singing and not, but I had a passion of an educator. So I was always teaching and I was training and stuff and doing workshops and things as a young woman. But then this vision, I had this repeating, it was more like a dream, more I go to sleep and I keep getting these dreams and I wake up startled because I was in front of these huge crowds. And I was telling, you know, about eight, nine years ago, I was married at the time. I was telling my ex-husband, I was like, I keep getting these dreams and I wake up because I'm so nervous. I'm, and he's like, what is going on? What makes you nervous? I'm like, well, you know, nervous every time I get on stage. He's like, but you always knock it out the park. And I was like, I was not singing. He was like, well, what were you doing? <laughs> he's looking at me and being silly. He's like, well, what were you doing if you weren't singing? I was like, I was talking and I wasn't just like doing a little talk before the song kind of intro thing. I was actually just talking. There was no musical instrument. There was no band. There was just me speaking and the crowd, I couldn't see the end of the crowd. And I was like being Joseph telling the dream. Why did I do that? But I, I that terrified me. And so what propelled me, and I'm not going to go into that part. But when I looked at some of the things I had gone through as a woman and I realized that I had that calling and all the education and everything come together, it meant since I overcame so much, I wanted every and anybody I knew, met or came in contact with to know that you don't have to stop where you landed and you don't have to be where you started either. That at any given day, there's something you can do is really just change the way you think about your situation and your circumstance. And you can really become whatever it is you dream of. I mean, like I've literally been saying that army theme, be all that you want to be, be all that you can be. Like it sounds so goofy and tacky, but I have found a million and one ways of changing my mindset and creating and making that a reality. And so the only time I end up in frustration is when I re try to think I should be there by now. But when I look at where I am, I'm like, this is only the stuff you dreamed about. So for me, getting out on stage, it started for me bravely in the virtual space because that's all I had time for. But just like I just, you and I just told our viewers is your purpose is not one thing. So working in a corporate job and I knew I had to speak. If I waited for when I got booked to go out to a stage, I would never start. So I started by, as I say, I put my phone down and I just started talking and I did it in a private Facebook group with women. I started in 2015 and I was candid. The first conversation was, you don't always have to have makeup to be your most beautiful, authentic self. Mm -hmm. 
And then I give them, because these women wanted to know what makeup I used that helped me look so flawless. So I went on there in my nightgown and my hair bonnet, no makeup on. And I showed them my bare skin. I'm like, it's not much different, but I do a little bit. But here's the thing, ladies. I learned that sometimes we're so hungry for makeup because we're trying to cover up some scars that are not even on our skin. They're actually from within. And I started to tell them candidly about what I was going through with fertility and my health issues and my challenges. And we built up in less than a month, about 680 women. And it was a rapid viral thing that was happening closed doors because that's all I had confidence for. But today, you opened me up and turned me like you just did and I can go on forever. And so mine is connecting. My story is always going to be, who am I when it all falls down? Who am I really? And how do I get back to me? Because we're not lost. We're just trying to find our way back. Yeah. I can tell you, I've been taking some notes. <laughs> I've got all my notes on here. Um, <laughs> I love it. I love. Hey, I'm being intentional, Doctor Alyssa. Like I'm listening. That works. Uh, and I'm like, okay, I'm I'm not just here having a podcast and just to do whatever. I'm wanted. I'm intentional about picking your brain. So exactly. I love that. I love that. Okay. So last question. And well, first, let me just say this. So you had a video the other day on Instagram, and I really. Oh my gosh. Like I really was just like, Oh, this is so what I was saying. So for anyone who listens to me, anyone who you should already know my story. Cause I tell it all the time. If you've never listened to me before, I am a breast cancer survivor. And when people ask me how I started on this tangent of being Holly cotton and doing this, I always say in 2018, I decided to write a book about cancer and about mm -hmm. being strong. And it was mm. my story. I wrote it and I, I had a book and then it just, whoop, it went wild. And I'm still getting people sending me messages now about this book. And yes. your video was about how painful experiences are tied to your purpose. Mm. And I just thought about it and I was like, wow, you know, I, because people see me today and they're thinking, Oh, she has, okay, so she's cute, or she, like you said, she works out, or oh, she can do whatever she wants. No, no, no. I had the cancer, and, you know, and, and I, I had the cancer. The cancer. It's not yours. I like that you say, when I had my cancer. I love that you said the cancer, because it ain't yours. So Yo, I it's love not, that. Yeah, I'm not owning it. I'm not owning it. This, exactly. The I, I served my time. I'm over. But, you know, so I had cancer, and, and I always say that I was, like, that was the weakest I've ever been in my life. I was mentally... Mm humbled very quickly. I realized that I could have died and not been here to see my kids. You know, I realized I'm, I'm not as strong as I think I am. I was working out all the time, but it didn't matter. No money, no, what, whatever my fate was, I had no control over. And for mm -hmm. me, that was like a very painful experience for me. So all of that, it took me a while but I got to that point in 2018 where I wrote a book about being strong because I wanted to motivate other people to be the strongest versions of themselves inside and out. And then now here we are, you know, three years later, 
and I have all of these other things that are happening that are continuing to show me what my purpose is. So tell us about that. Cause I'm telling you when I watch that, when I watch that reel or video, I don't know if it was a reel or video, but when I watch the video, I was like, I'm about to catch the Holy Ghost in here. Cause this really, this is really scary. It really is because without pain, uh, you're not going to get humbled. You're not going to be broken down. That shell is not going to get cracked open. You're going to think that everything is hunky dory, but boy, when you get that painful experience, all of a sudden, no one's there. You have no control over it. You are the only person that can pick yourself up and go to where you need to be. You start seeing a whole lot of (laughs) signs in the sky. So tell us total sense. Oh, I love that. And so your story is exactly what I was talking about. And 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 I that's what I said. We when it comes to the purpose and our purpose and the big why and how we go about what we become passionate about and how differently it could be. Like your career was registered nurse and you were doing practicing that. And so here you are not practicing nursing but you're, you're still taking care of health and, and wellness in another form, even in a more powerful way, especially for you. Not that it's better than the other than being a nurse, but for you, it's more powerful because now it truly has meaning and grit and soul. And it's, it's alive. Like everything about you being an RN is now truly alive because you had that pain that came in and intercepted in your life. So I always tell people, you tend to find your purpose better. It is through the push of pain or the pull of possibilities. And so (laughs) the possibility is the piece of like, oh, I want to, and I hope, and I dream, and I want, and that would probably be something that pulls you. But when you get that push of pain, which most, I don't know anyone who has not gone through something that's probably, if not life-threatening, it's definitely life-altering. A lot of us describe it as that pivotal moment. I remembered like yesterday, I would never forget when, right? All those things, if you sit there, you have two choices, Holly, and this is what you have. I'm broke, I have cancer, I've spent everything, I've lost everything. Or you can be like, you know what? I do wanna live, I do wanna live. I'm going to get up every day. I don't I don't know how much strength I'm going to have for tomorrow, but I want to live. So what do I need to do? Who do I need to call? There's no one answering. So what do I need to do? And you start to find ways. And when you realize that you have that power, that becomes literally your superpower. And you're like, then you realize that every step you put one foot in front of the other. Sometimes it's one little pinky toe. <laughs> whatever that looks like and you're crying and it's a mess and you're probably even naked and afraid whatever that looks like for you when you can look back and say the hell i made it through all that you're gonna say well why did all that happen to me because remember you had two choices you made this one so if i am breathing and i made it through that like i don't even recognize that holly like this Holly is so different. And that was me. It's like this Elisa, I don't, I don't even know. It's like, I went through a transformation chamber, except I didn't, I know exactly how it happened. I did this, I did that. And then you realize, and you start to number one, you develop this compassion for others. You start to look at people who've gone to prison for 20 years very differently. 
then when you be like, you know what, he did, he did that and went to prison, ruined his whole life, and you had this all. Now you understand that stuff happens. But what you know is what you're looking over at Jane and June and Jenny, and they didn't realize that stuff happens, but you don't have to stay there. And so through your language, you are doing exactly what I'm doing. You're just doing it differently in a different area of life. And so for me, I said to our viewers, and I'm going to repeat that briefly, that be careful how you respond to the most painful events that occur in your life. Some of you have already had it happen. And some of you, it might be around the corner. And some of you is way down the road. But I would say don't wait till then because you might have some things. Because what happens, I feel like pain, it gets, it kind of turns up. Have you ever noticed that, Holly? Like something bad happens and then you're like, oh, this got to be the worst thing that happened to me. And then boom, you have cancer. It's like, wait, really? Like I'm seriously going to die? You mean going through that divorce, dealing with my ex and all the kids, my child being having these issues, blah, blah, is not the worst thing that can happen to me? Honestly, we don't know what the worst thing can happen to us. But once you get in a space where you understand I overcame this, I overcame that. Now let me be intentional about how I am going to be ready for battle. It's going to be how I think. And so next time you go through some stuff, you're not going to sit there, it, it, not cancer again or anything. But the next time you, all those other things that happened to you after Holly. How do you look at it? You might feel angry, feel sad, grieve over it. But then you find that your bounce back time frame was a whole lot less, right? <laughs> so that's what we're talking about, that resilience. And so that pain, when you look at it, your question is not to say, why did this happen to me in a way where you're victimized? It's to say, why is this happening in my life? What do I need to learn? And how can I grow from here and also help someone else grow? Because you have a responsibility to give from where you have. A lot of times our cup is running over and we don't have room for what else we say we want because we haven't been pouring into anyone else's cup. And so with Holly and I, the way we live our life, we found that she started with the pen. She started to write. So she can pour out of that abundance of strength that she had. With me, I started to use my voice and then I started to write books and then I just, just kept going. And here I am, I train, I talk, I preach, whatever I do, I am pouring. And so I'm always ready to receive. And Holly, you know, you just wrote a book <laughs> that that's gonna be a part of my little arsenal. So we'll talk about that in a bit, but that's my take, the push of pain or the pull of possibilities and how much of what you've gone through, how much of it can you repurpose that to bring you prosperity and abundance? How much of it? I love that. The push of pain or the pull of possibilities. Okay. So I'm about to make another t-shirt. I love it. <laughs> oh my God. I love that. Dr. Lisa. I love that. I love that. Okay. So can you tell us about any of your projects that you have? Because I know people are listening and they're like, okay, well, how can I get it? I want to listen to her. She made me catch the Holy Ghost today. What do I, how do I get access to her? So can Absolutely. you tell us about any projects that you're working on, how people can get 
your resources, your information, and then also drop any of your social media or website information. Absolutely. Listen, Holly, before we do that, don't, before we do that, if it's okay with you, I want you to tell me, or you want to do it after. I wanted you to talk about your book a little bit because I want to dive in a little bit for my side of the viewership. (laughs) The name of your book, because I haven't gotten my copy yet, because I'm one of those girls when I get attracted to a title, I gotta I gotta think about hands. I'm gonna get the ebook because I can't wait, but I'm still gonna have a hard copy because the title of your book is Somebody's Husband or Not. Is that Somebody's what I wife. Somebody's wife, sorry. What am I talking? Somebody's wife or not. Listen, because you know what? I'm I'm a single girl too. So that title got me intrigued. What is this book about? Are you going to tell me okay, a little bit? Okay, okay, okay. All right, Dr. Elisa, since you want to make it about me, fine. That's tied to one of my projects, too. I'll tell you why. But I got a project coming for that. So let me hear what you Okay, say. okay. So, uh, so I, everywhere I look, there is somebody's wife, how to get the man, what I need to do, all, you know, what is it? What is it? Like, all of these things. How can I be the person that gets the man? So... I'm like so tired of it. And not only that, but all of my friends or women that I meet, they're all worried about not being able to find someone or they wind up settling for somebody that's treating them like crap because they're alone. They don't want to be by themselves. You know, they're tired of, of, of sleeping alone. And I'm like, let me tell you, I'd rather sleep alone and be at peace on any day than to deal with someone's foolishness messing me up. Because like I said, I have finally reached this point in life where I am happy and at peace. So I'm not going to give that up to someone else. So I was like, okay, I need to write a book about this because, uh, hello, (laughs) I need to write a book about So it's called Discovering Self-Love and in Single Life. And so so in that, the Discovering Self-Love in Single Life, it's about telling stories that are funny about, you know, how how I've encountered some friends in their scenarios. And of course, I changed everyone's name. So everyone is anonymous. (laughs) but it also talks about self-love like finding your own love defining your own your own happiness figuring out how not to settle you know so it goes through this whole process as well and that's why I put the subtitle discovering self-love in single life and like I said on the live the other day when I was talking about it let's be honest of course companionship is the ultimate goal. Of course we want to be happy or there wouldn't be a million things telling us how to be somebody's wife, but whatever took you to this point where you are in the single chapter, let's figure out how to have love and how to embrace ourselves because that way, when you heal, you're not going to take the crap from someone else. So basically that's my book in a nutshell, funny stuff, but I talk about everything. I talk about staying cheap, empty nesting, married people cheating. I tell funny stories about ego versus communication. So just a little bit of a bunch of topics and then poof, we got a book. Somebody's wife or not. 
Listen, I love that so much. You said something that's totally stood out to me and is I have worked to get in this place of peace with myself and all my crazy. <laughs> so hence, when you arrive at that place, that's when you actually, you're speaking my language. When I talk about connecting with my true values and core beliefs and really becoming Here's what, you don't have to wonder when you're in that space. You're only gonna let come in and stay because sometimes people come in and they could be all kinds of things for about a month, six months, and then they're not it. And it doesn't mean they're a bad person or evil or a narcissist because that's the other big abuse word. Because I might, you, we might need to write a book, somebody's narcissist or not. <laughs> Girl, but you said this place of peace. And so when it, that that's why I'm so curious about you because you're gonna have to come in and talk to my women a little bit from your acts and I'll figure out which part because like you said it's a it's quite a few things but my one of my biggest projects that I'm working on right now it is called she rose to lead and so inside that system I'm creating part of it's called from broken to badass and so it's literally the how do you go from being a woman that was cheated on or going through divorce or just losing, even becoming a widow, whatever that looks like. Because remember, we talk about how do we know our why? But how do we know? You got to know who you are. And a lot of us run around with these labels. And so being a wife throughout the history of time is like the has what's been the crown achievement of a woman and then becoming a mother next. Well, now as women, we've kind of swung the pendulum to the left so much where we're like, I'm my own, I don't need nobody. Well, like you said, Holly, that's not true. It ain't gonna work. So let's not, go, let's be realistic and be intentional because a lot of us say, we don't need nobody. We just, we, we don't want nobody. We don't need nobody. We want them, whatever, all that. Wonderful. It sounded great, but it doesn't really make sense because you do, you were created for this. And so you're being unintentional if you don't think you want to be in a relationship, but when you go through all that stuff and it builds up, that's what gets the people confused, whether you're saying, I don't need one, or you're desperately looking for one to fill you. You need to come in that place. I say, you're not chasing love. You're not chasing riches. I think the human soul is, is really, we're seeking peace. And so Holly broke it down. I got to this place of peace and here's how I've seen all the options and all the things, but I realized that everything was already within me. And so I, in this program that I'm so excited about is how do we get back to us and we go through the grow, the go and the glow. Cause it's the grow, it's the grow, the glow and the go, because when we're done all that, we're going to get our careers and our whether it's career, entrepreneurship, whichever lane we're going, we're going to talk about how we set our goals in alignment with who we are now that all that's behind us. So I definitely want you to come in. So ladies, if you're listening to me, that is my big, big, big project that I'm most excited about. I've got a lot of other things happening across the globe. We're going to Dubai. We're going to do ISA 23, 2023. There's a lot of things going on. Um, we've got a youth program to launch later this year. There's so much going on. But right now, She Rose to Lead is she is me and you are me and we are her and we want to get back to where we're in a place of a wholesome number one at peace with herself healed up cleaning up the bs and really just now attracting from a higher level of authenticity which again is not being real it's being true so 
So that's where I'm going on. You all can connect with me at alisawhite.com, A-L-I-S-A-W-H-Y-T-E. But on social media, you find me the same, Dr. Alisa, alisawhite.com. I'd love to connect with us. If you're watching us on Instagram and you inbox me, I will send you a copy of 21 Days to a New Success Mindset. I've got that gift for you and I've got a couple others that I'll send you a link and you can choose out of three, Manifesting with Purpose. You choose one, but I'll send you that link. If you inbox me, follow an inbox on Instagram, you get it. It's at Elisa White Speaks or you just type in Dr. Elisa White. So, and Ooh, I've got to tell you free stuff. Get a, get a copy of Holly's book too. Cause maybe we'll be doing a little conversation around this book. Maybe we need to have a little fireside girl chat about this in, in the program. So I'm getting my copy when I get off here so it can be on its way for the weekend. <laughs> yes. And we all love free stuff. So there's absolutely no excuse go going forward in where we are in life. There is no excuse why you cannot change your mindset be successful. Like there's so many free resources that we have now and you have to be able to utilize them. Like you said, you have free this, just listening to this show, like how much useful information, all you have to do is listen to this podcast and you have all yeah. these free tools. So there's absolutely no reason why you have to stay where you are. Like you said, you know, your, your location is not your final destination. So I oh love God. all of that. I love all that. Ooh. And don't worry for the people who don't like to read, um, don't like to listen and, and, and whatever. And they want to read the podcast notes. I will have all of her information and clickable links in the podcast notes as well, streaming on all platforms. So do you have any final words, Dr. Lisa, about anything? Yes. I want to remind our viewers that everything that you need is already within you. You were born perfectly whole and complete. And so they say, when life give you lemons, make lemonade. I say, when life give you lemons, make lemonade and sell it. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and sell it all over. And so that's what you do with repurposing your pain. Like Holly so articulately said, you do not have to stay where you're at. And you have no excuse to do that. So I'll say, everything begins with the thought. Literally, how is your mindset? Is it set up in the direction that you want it to go? And remember, don't live life on average. Live life full of passion by connecting to your purpose and living it out loud. Until I see you all on Instagram, on social media, or on the next podcast, I want to wish you all love, light, peace, and blessing. And Holly, I thank you so much for hosting me. This has been a great conversation. I had fun. I love it. Look, I'm going to do like the young people because this is the hard one. We yeah, we're young now. This is like, uh -uh, it's like this now. Yeah, we got to do it like this. <laughs> oh, I suck. That looked like a, a, a diamond. <laughs> okay, it's okay. They know what we're doing. All right, so that is Dr. Elisa White, you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.